Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coach and energy coach Linda Armstrong. Today is Friday the 13th, 2020, 4 p.m. New York time. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And uh, I'm once again happy that the week is over. It was a challenging week. It was a good week in many ways, but it was a challenging week. I, I, I had some good breakthroughs which for my programming world is a good thing because, Linda, you know, over the last three or four months, I was struggle, 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 put the struggle away, come on, relax, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I actually had breakthroughs. I had stuff I could celebrate. It was excellent. I loved it. Cool. Yeah, progress is being made. That's a good thing. Um, All kinds of stuff going on. Um, Of course, there's people uh, getting upset about uh, what's going on in the world of health. But uh, on the other hand, we here on the show are trying to do what we can to kind of counterbalance that, see if we can focus on things to help us feel good about things. Um, and toward that end, I'll, I'll point to a, a popular show. I mean, uh, with, with the coronavirus, there's a lot of self-quarantining going on and so forth. The Jerry, or the Jimmy Kimmel show, I guess Kimmel has apparently self-quarantined himself. So they had the Democratic, ex-Democratic candidate Pete Buttigieg come on to be the substitute host that day. And I guess his special guest was Patrick Stewart, who of course used to star on, star on the Star Trek series because Pete Buttigieg is a big Star Trek fan. So they had, in this empty auditorium, it's like, you know, just the staff who are there applauding and so forth and the cameras running. They did a show with him interviewing like his favorite character on TV of all time. And they had him fall. They had a blast. So there's an excellent example of despite what's going on, finding a way to just feel good, not worry, you know, just change that mindset around because boy, oh boy, is that so important. Right. Because the media just wants to put you right into fear because that's what sells for them. Like I I really cannot stand like news (laughs) because (laughs) I mean, I don't know, I guess good stuff doesn't sell, but I mean, I think that if, I would love to see like some kind of station or something out there that will always show the bright side or the positive side or what's potential or what the possibilities are on the upside rather than all the doom and gloom. Because I mean, this virus from everything I've seen, like even United Healthcare sent an email out saying basically, unless you're elderly or already having some kind of a sickness going on, even if you get it, you just take care of yourself like a normal flu and you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it doesn't sound like all of this hype. I mean, I went to the food store before because I needed kitty litter. <laughs> the line was so long. I know. Ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, but I really need this kitty litter, so I guess I'm going to have to stay here, you know? Oh, it was crazy. Louise and I did the same thing, not kitty litter, but we had, like, you know, pick up some milk and stuff like that and got there. And there were some of the registers that had 10, 15, 20 carts in line trying to check out through the same register line. We're thinking, oh my God. And, and what was really interesting about it is everybody was quiet. Everybody had these dour looks on their faces. And then you looked in their their carts and had like six months worth of Kleenex boxes and things like that. It was like, you know, way over the top. And we're yeah. thinking, we're, we're whispering to ourselves, boy, these people are really, really, they're, they're in quiet panic mode. And they're not, it's not like running in the streets. Oh my God, the world's ending. It's a quiet panic. You know what? My experience was a little bit different. Like everybody was like, this seems like a whole bunch of nonsense going on, but you know, <laughs> Good for them. But Good like for them. that's why most of the conversation was at least wh- whoever I spoke to regarding it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, how blown out of purport, but some people get really hot caught into the fear because that's how it works and if especially if you're not aware of maybe the things we talk about here um it's easy to go into the fear because it's just 
blasted at you. Oh, yeah. So you can't blame them. You know, you just want to try and find ways to uplift people that are falling into the fear of it all. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, and to uplift yourself, too. I mean, it's the principle you have to get yourself into a good place before you can help somebody else to get into a good place. Yeah. And, and you know what? And a lot of businesses are going to suffer for no reason. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, we're going to come through this okay. I mean, despite the fact that a whole bunch of people, interesting thing, I saw a, a, a survey, an online survey, but it, like 130,000 people had responded to it. So it probably has some degree of accuracy to it. They asked a question, you know, how are you, um, how are you feeling? Are you responding to this whole coronavirus thing? They gave three possible answers. One was very concerned. Two was somewhat concerned. Three was not at all concerned. And I have to give credit to the 20% who had answered not at all concerned. That's 20% of the population who were basically just not buying into the hype. And that's a yeah. fabulous thing. That's really, really good. Now, what was missing from there was any kind of answer that said, I'm feeling panicky. So I kind of have to presume that the very concerned was where the panicky were. It was 41%. So that, that's a fairly high number. That's a substantial size yeah. piece of the population that's feeling, you know, at least low-grade panicky. So that's why I'm really glad that, I mean, you mentioned it wouldn't be great if we had like a television network or, or something like that, that did put out stuff all the time about what's going right. That's one of our goals here. That's one of the reasons why I started this show. So, and I'm hoping that we get to the point where we are that big. We have that kind of reach so we can put out that kind of good stuff every day. Yeah, that that would be really awesome. <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you get, I'm getting emails from the Chamber of Commerce because we have a karate school and it happens to be in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And like in New Jersey, Bergen County, all the schools are closed. Mm -hmm. I don't know about around by you if you even pay attention. I, I don't have, I'm, I deal with kids because we have a karate school. Sure. Um, yeah. And some people are not coming to class because, you know, whatever the parents are in fear. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a little odd. Yeah, it is odd. It's very odd. Um, I, uh, you, you mentioned local area. I posted something in a group that I set up many years ago just for what is known as the Farmington Valley, which is the area we live in, in Northern Connecticut. And posted something basically said, you know, calm down. This isn't as big of a deal as, as you might think it is. And the pushback I got was, oh, my God, you're really? so irresponsible, blah, 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 blah. You know, the world is ending. Stay tuned. Film at 11. And, you know, I said, okay, all right, well, this is interesting. <laughs> and tried to calmly respond to people and so forth. And since then, I've started putting out anything I could find which included medical uh, professionals and personnel saying, you know, this is not a big deal. Don't panic. Nothing going on. In fact, I found one that was right nearby um, the uh, University of Connecticut Medical Center, which is right near where we live, um, had a spokesman who came out and said, look, there's no need to panic. What we're seeing so far is very low grade except for, you know, the few people who are medically at risk. And that's what usually mm -hmm. happens when there's a flu. Mm -hmm. So she, her basic message was don't panic, not a big deal. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to find stuff like that to put out there to say, look, people, this is okay. We're going to get through this. All right. And I'm starting to get some better responses out of it. But boy, that first pushback, it confirmed for me just how scared people are getting. And right. so I'm glad yeah. that, you know, I'm, I really am glad that we're focused on trying to find ways to reverse that, you know, to, to do the pivot like we talk about here. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause know? fear is very powerful. And who wants to live their life from fear? I mean, nothing, oh, yeah. nothing good comes from that. Nothing, nothing good comes from that. No, no. Worry is probably the most useless emotion of all of them. <laughs> I mean, they're all indicators, so they have some use, but worry. I mean, I've always thought about what good does that one do other than to say, stop worrying. 
Yeah. I don't know. And then for how long? Like, you know, I mean, it, it, there's like, there's no real information out there. It's like, okay, keep the kids home from school for how long? They don't know. We, mm. Nobody knows anything. It's just kind of like. Um, well, actually, I did find one article by, uh, it was by CNN, and they had interviewed a woman from Seattle, I think, who had coronavirus and got over it. And so okay. they interviewed her, and her first thing, she says, the first thing I want to tell everybody is, don't panic. It's not as bad as you think it is. Right. So we know about how long that we've been hearing about it. And according to some reports, it's actually been in the country three weeks longer than that. So there is the gestation period. She had it, I think she said for a few days and it was done, you know, so not a big deal, you know? Yeah. Nobody really wants to get sick, but clearly not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> well, what, what I'm thinking is let's, do what we normally do on Friday, but let's do it kind of with the idea of we're going to be putting out there positive vibes. We've, we've done this kind of thing before. We've done it with meditations. Sometimes we've done it, done it with the card readings, but basically putting out there, we're going to put out energy to everybody within reach of our vibration, which is a lot of people when you take all of our listeners into account and just put out there, everything's okay. We're going to get this, get through this just fine. It's going to turn out to be uh, uh, people getting healthier, people getting happier. We're going to get past this really quickly. You know, all these kind of very positive, upbeat, and uh, low key, and and certainly nothing having to do with panic uh, messages. That's just right. the kind of reversible thing. Um, while I was out today, especially in, in the store where I'm on the line, I just was like sending love to everybody. Like I yeah. just was doing, sending healing and doing that kind of stuff because I'm because that has an effect. Mm -hmm. And I thought. You know, that's why time to do it. That's how you can counter the fear is by yeah. just putting out more, you know, love and healing energy. Absolutely. So yeah. That's I figured that's my job right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hey, yeah. those of us who understand this, this is a great opportunity for us to kind of demonstrate to ourselves privately. I mean, it's not like we're going around and announcing to the world, hey, we're going to go save the world. Or, you know, it's not, that's not what it's about. But. You know, practicing what we believe in and showing right. ourselves and those who are paying attention, hey, this stuff really works. If it does, you know, it pays yeah. off to do this. I mean, I have, I have seen some people, I'm not on Facebook that often anymore, but I did see some people, you know, putting up, putting up meditations or doing like a Facebook live meditation mm -hmm. uh, and things like that to try to put that energy out there, you know? Yeah. I saw lots of homeopathic people and chiropractors that are, putting out a message, you know, like not to worry. This is a, just another virus and all that kind of stuff. Right. What you can do. So hopefully that helps calm some people. I think it does. I think the more that, that people put out the message, both vocally and just vibrationally, the more it gets out there. I mean, we've already talked in the past about how, you know, if somebody's in a really, really bad place, it's going to be hard for them to receive it. But to, to whatever degree anyone is in a, in a place that they can receive some of it, that's going to get through. And that's the, the good news. The good news is they're going to be receptive to some level. I mean, uh, I mentioned that I had posted something in our local group, our local Facebook group. And one woman came back to me with some sort of snarky reply about, uh, how, well, I, I hope you, you get what you're looking for out of this while the rest of us suffer. I mean, it was kind of the, the gist of what she was mm -hmm. saying. And, uh, my, re my reply was, well, that, that's a start. You know, <laughs> you just work on that a little bit. <laughs> right. Don't buy yeah. into the, in the angst of it, you know, but. Yeah, that's a start. Start where you are and then take one step at a time. It's not like you have to get to the end of the race all in one stride, but take some steps. But then I guess, again, like when it all does blow over and those people that went into severe panic mode can now see it was for nothing, if this is in fact what plays out. 
mm. then uh, maybe there's maybe that's a lesson to be learned. Like, you know, I don't yeah. need to buy into the fear because I did it and really nothing happened. And I just yeah. I just consumed myself with that energy and felt miserable for all this time. Exactly. And everything's yeah. okay. And some, so, I think some people will get that. I mean, some may not, but I think there will be some who get some uh, impact like that. They're going to realize, they're going to they're be some people who realize, yeah, I may have gone a little bit over on that. You know, yeah. maybe I just overreacted a little bit. And I have all of those dry goods in the closet. What am I going to do with them now? <laughs> you know, my husband's a, a little bit of a survivalist. He did grow up in, during like a war. In, uh, he grew up in Rhodesia, now mm. Zimbabwe. Yeah. Um, so he's always been very much into not survivalists, like the world's coming to an end, but right. he likes to be prepared. Sure. But mm -hmm. we already have like stockpiles of food <laughs> and, and things like that, you know, in case anything were ever, and maybe that gives you confidence too. So maybe it's good to have that because you're like, well, if anything hey. did happen, you know, electricity went out for so long, like at least I can. I've got this food I can eat, right? Mm -hmm. Non-perishable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're sure if that helps, then then it helps. Um, I, are, you I, a walk, are you a Walking Dead fan? <laughs> I'm a big I'm Walking not, Dead no. fan. I know you are, yeah. But no, I, I've, I've never really gotten into that one. You know, because they're years into it now. And sometimes you got to ask, yeah, well, how are they getting this? Right? You know, like, <laughs> there there aren't, aren't any more cars to siphon the gas out of and, you know, like, right. <laughs> whatever. Uh, it's pretty fun. But, yeah. yeah. Probably not the best show to recommend in the middle of a crisis, but nevertheless, sounds like it's entertaining. Well, you know what? That show, really, it's all about compassion, right? People coming together and making their way through hard times. Oh, okay. Um, well, so, that is a theme. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's actually a really good show. I mean, the, the zombies, that's like secondary. <laughs> it's secondary. More, it's more about the people. <laughs> Actually, it's like not even, not even secondary. They're like just in the background because <laughs> it's more about surviving with other people who are surviving mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and what they become and how they become during this. And so anyway, it's kind of like, Oh, and by the way, there are zombies. It sounds like it's an afterthought almost. Yeah. You get, they're, they're the least of the problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that always the case though? Right. Yeah. The things that we think are the zombies are actually minimal compared to how we build it up. The, the vibration that we get louder and louder, like, oh, my God, this terrible stuff is happening. Help, help, help. Yeah. Well, oh, a couple well, of, uh, actually, we're getting a lot of uh, commentary in the live stream. I'll, oh, I'll good. Just, just a couple of them. But uh, Josephine says, the good news is that a lot of people who are getting it are recovering. Let's focus on that and the actions being taken to resolve the issue and be thankful for that. So there's a really healthy response right there yeah yeah and we've got uh let's see who else is commenting here um jeffrey said yes the response from the healthcare providers is top-notch community response leadership too which is true most most of what i've seen has been pretty good um i was actually digging through some stuff locally just to see what was going on some of it could have been a little bit better but some of it was really good some of the responses were just you know Chill out, people. It's okay. Everything's working out. We're able to take care of this, you know. Um, in fact, one of the things that I, that post that I shared, I also shared on my own timeline. I think you saw that one. My, um, my wife's sister-in-law is a registered nurse in Rhode Island, and she responded something to the effect of, yes, panic is definitely not a good idea here. And by the way, we have loads of experience treating flu and flu symptoms. This is not something that's outside of our norm. That, that's, that's an interesting thing to remember. 
You because know what? So often Actually, people treat this as if this, this is like a brand new disease from Mars, and it's really not all that different. Yeah, and I, I saw something. I can't remember where it was. And I didn't. I don't think I saved it. But it was mentioning how how many people actually uh, get the flu and even die from the flu, and the numbers humongous. Oh yeah, it's as compared of to this coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, and not that this one can't spiral up to those numbers. It could. That's possible. Anything's possible here. But so much of this is is actually, I think it's actually creating a lot of it. I think they're they're creating more than they realize they're creating. So one of the things I've been trying to do too is I I interact with people is whenever I can find somebody who's trying to find some way to say something positive, I'll take what they're saying and see if I can push it a little bit more into positive vein. Because so often uh, what people express as positive, they express as, a, as negating what they don't like, right? So, you know, somebody, for instance, said to me, well, let's, let's pray that, uh, um, fewer, that people stop getting sick. And I turned that around to, okay, well, let's, let's pray that people actually get healthier. And she said, Oh, I like that. You know, so yeah, yeah, making yeah. the opportunity to feed the people who don't necessarily know what we know, some of the basic concepts without having to teach them about law of attraction, but just, you know, just, just basic concepts of how attraction works and, and people respond to it. it. It sounds good to them. It feels good to them, which we know that makes sense because it feels good. Yeah. So. Well, I pulled a card. Oh, okay. So what we'll see what. See if any of this ties in. But what I got was oh, the geez. temple. Oh, jeez. I mean, come on. How, uh, when, when was the last time we had a card that didn't tie in? Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> the temple path in reverse. Okay. Okay. It's about spiritual purpose and support. So this card is talking about um, receiving this card is a sign that you may have fallen off your path. You could be too focused on worldly possessions or material gain, or you may simply be maintaining old and healthy habits of Fear, limitation, worry, and doubt. Yep. Mm -hmm. Whatever's distracting you, receiving this card reverse is a firm message that it's time to make your spiritual life and evolution a much higher priority. Not doing so represents an important loss of power. So clear your mind, meditate, and open up to the presence of spirit. So, I mean, we can easily take that to be looking at what is what is possible. How can things turn around in a, in a higher space? I mean, we are... Yeah. Let me go further here. Okay. Whatever else may be going on, consider this an important part of your personal and tactical plans. The support and inspiration of all eternity and countless loving spirits are available to you now. You can take that message right there mm -hmm. and really call on that energy to help those who are actually becoming infected with this. Right. And, um, you know, why can't we just ask these angels to kind of squash this thing out? It's a good point. Anything's yeah. possible. Yeah. Okay, so it says not turning to them is like cursing the dark when you refuse to turn on the lights. So it's really, and that's the thing too, you have to, you have to go within because, you know, that fear feels so heavy. It's not your natural way of being because right. naturally you are light. So. As usual, yeah. the card hits it right on the, on the nose because it's a card that identifies the fear that's going on. I mean, named fear as what was the driving yeah. factor. That's clearly what's going on here. And it, it raised an interesting point, which we hadn't really touched on, but which you just elucidated on very nicely, which is we, we don't have to be just on our own here. We can ask for help. There's lots yeah. of help available on the non-physical side. Great right. point. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent. Maybe sure. this is a time when something like this goes on where we have those people from other places come in and help out 
in a more known way, you know, the meaning, ETs and all of that. Meaning that, that we're more aware of it? Is that what you mean by known? Meaning that this would be, this type of thing is a perfect opportunity to have some benevolent beings from somewhere else. Oh, I see. Make themselves known presently with technologies we may not have yet as no, to how that's to. possible, sure. Yeah, why not? Anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. Um, I suspect that, well, that, I won't rule that one out. I mean, not at all. But no. I, I suspect hey, look, that most of it's going to come in terms of what we get as messages. Cause that's, yeah. and that's one of the things you've been teaching me since, you know, the first show you did with me, like almost two years ago, um, how important it is to, to listen inside and, and get that intuitive sense because you get good messages that way. You know, um, I think I, I told you that, you know, Rita Giganti, who's going to be on our show on the 27th, I think it is. Yeah. We should talk about that too. Yeah. Um, she, um, you know, she was here and she, she picked up on this portal that I have, right? I mean, if, <laughs> It sounds really out there, but I've seen this thing. I've seen mm-hmm. this glowing light come from there. People might say, you're just crazy. And maybe I am. <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen it, right? Hey, Linda, and you're so now, kind of crazy, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> as crazy as these cards coming up and talking to us, always hitting the point whenever we're, yeah. we're talking about something, right? How does that happen? There's no, no coincidences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's what made me think too. I'm like, Hey, look, this portal is becoming more active on my land. Um, there's information that wants to come through that in some way mm-hmm. and I'm tuning in and picking up on some of it. I, you know, I don't know the whole story and I've been building my labyrinth and digging out all of the, the edges of it, you know, mm-hmm. the guidelines. It's a lot of work. It's going to take a while. Yeah, Sounds like it. Yeah. I'm making it kind of, kind of biggish. So, <laughs> but in working with that, I'm telling you, I my, there's something happening to my energy this past few days and I have like this kind of headache for a couple of days, which I never get headaches, but I only get stuff like that when I have something shifting. What that is, mm-hmm. I have no clue, mm-hmm. but I'll just um, allow it to be for my highest good or it wouldn't be happening. So why did we go off on that? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, well, that's pretty crazy. You got this glowing green light that's got this portal on your land. Mm, yeah. Well, okay. So maybe there's some influence where we're going to learn something about how to combat these things. That is technology coming from somewhere else. And apparently it's not all that crazy because you, you said you had at least one or two people who have some degree of sensitivity yeah. coming there and telling you before you even said anything, by the way, you got this big portal going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting. When Rita brought it up again, I'm like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's tapped into the portal. I guess it's real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, I'm getting this confirmation. Absolutely, um, yeah. So, anyway. I'm going to pick from another deck here. I haven't used this deck that often. It's the Psychic Tarot. Uh, by the way, uh, Jeffrey made a request. He wants you, you may already be doing this, but he wants you to draw some angel cards, whatever that means. I, I did pull out an one angel deck. That so was one. Okay. okay. So, but from this one, we got the throat chakra. Hmm. Okay. It's a throat okay, so chakra. This, I know this message is going to be short, but let me just go and see. Whoops. Crown, throat. So, you know, the throat chakra, those who don't know, it's all about expression, Mm -hmm. right? Being your truth, expressing your truth in whatever way, shape, or form that is, whether it's, you know, through the work that you do, through artistic things, through speech, through, through anything, any way Mm -hmm. of communication. Yeah. uh, That's, and, and so anyways, it's uh, associated with the, 
the throat. So it just says, this chakra is, of course, located in the throat area. Communication, sound, creativity, and the ability of clear audience. Inner hearing. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to those messages or, or, you know, or, or spirit that wants to let us know that you are protected and all is well, even mm-hmm. in the midst of all the chaos, right? Right. Many artists, speakers, writers, singers, and individuals involved in the creative arts will often have an active throat chakra. To balance and stimulate this energy center, try humming, chanting, or singing out loud. It's a great tonic. Most important, if you have something to say, please speak up. When this area is fully activated, don't be surprised if you suddenly become creatively inspired. Hmm. Okay. So maybe we can tap into our own creativity. Like, you know, it just popped in my head. Maybe spirit gave it to me. Um, what about the kids, you know? Like, hopefully the parents that are getting freaked out are not freaking out the kids. That's an interesting point. I mentioned the pushback I was getting, and Jeffrey pointed out that he was getting some pushback with some of his uh, contacts, too, online. Um, one woman came to me, and it was somebody I'd never heard of before, but she was part of this group uh, from the area where we live. And she said, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, we still – we got to be careful because – there are some people we got we got to make sure they get the message that there's this this virus that's out there and we all have to take precautions and so forth. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it by now. I don't think this is a secret anymore. She said, yeah, but I mean, some of the kids they think they're superhuman that that this isn't going to affect them. And I mean, my first reaction was to laugh, but I didn't laugh to her, you know, because I didn't want to offend her or anything because the reports that we're getting is that the kids aren't being affected by this disease, right? You know, right. so, you know, are you paying attention to what the news reports are telling you? Well, well, and let's think about that, too, because the kids are still more connected to their truth and to this outside energy of support that's out there. You yeah. know, um, that's why the kids don't kids don't go into fear unless their parents put them there or mm-hmm. whatever they pick up from their teachers or they happen to be watching the news or something like that. Right. Which was kind of what I was picking up from her. She was kind of distraught that they weren't picking that fear up from her. Like, you know, I've got to pass this fear along to my kids or I'm not doing my job as a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and unfortunately, she thinks she's doing them, you know, doing right by them. Mm. But so do we all. (laughs) I'm sure I've done things that messed up my son, right? But took (laughs) took on some of my own program. But fortunately, I'm switched on and and so is my son. And Mm. so if I notice something, I'm like, hmm. You think I gave you that? <laughs> <laughs> now that's unusual. You don't hear that give, too give any, often. Do <laughs> you have any memories of me ever, um, you know, pushing one of my things on you? Or And he's like, no, not really. I don't think so. You know? Well, that's good. Yeah. That's really but, cool. That's, yeah. I mean, the no. most important thing there is that means he doesn't feel like there's any tape going on that he's picked up from you. And that's really the best part of all. Yeah, but there's got to be some stuff, you know. I mean, probably, no. probably, but still, you know, that, that's a pretty good track record. But, yeah, but he's doing, he's he's ahead of the game, this kid. He's not a kid anymore, he's 28. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see. Oh, angel card, blessing uh, in disguise. There we go. Blessing in disguise, okay. All right. What does the text say under that, too? Because it's got, some, it's got some full text yeah. under that card. I'll read it from the book because. Uh, oh, it's the same text. Oh, okay. That's white and it's small. It's yeah. white and it's small. Well, we'll try to avoid the, the small type, even with the glasses. Especially when it's white on the soft green. Can't yeah, see right. that. Very good. Okay, let's find blessing in disguise. All right, so what it had said on the card there is, what appears to be a problem is actually part of your answered prayer. 
You'll understand the reasons behind your present situation as everything resolves. Trust in heaven's protection and infinite wisdom to answer your prayers in the best way. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one because what that's basically saying is keep it general and let source energy and the universe or however you want to style it, God, take care of what needs to be taken care of. Don't put limits on it. Right. So then it goes on to say the angels sent you this card to help you recognize the blessings in the midst of an apparent challenge. Mm. So, I mean, that could be also because whenever stuff like this comes, what's the opposite of fear? So it can bring up people pooling together, communities helping each other, helping the elderly person next door. You know, the mm. love comes up to the surface, right? Right. I mean, like right after 9-11, everybody was joined together in harmony. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before everything changed again, but but well, it was there. For that a moment. Energy, it, even like, you know, the tsunami and all that, it brings that energy of compassion and love up to the surface. So what you've appeared to have lost needed to fall away and will re be replaced with something better. Have no fear for your future, but continue praying and following the guidance that comes to you through repetitive feelings, thoughts, visions, and words. You know, maybe maybe a good side of this is that people, because you said you saw people who weren't really going into the fear. I saw people not going really into the fear on the, top, the lines I was on. Yeah. And with other people I, I did come in contact with, say, although I, I, know, I know a few through the karate school that concerned parents that were calling. Um but what if it is to get through this and realize, you know what? I could have done all of that without panic. Yes. Yes. Right. And and wouldn't I have been much better off if I just you know went about my day knowing that everything's gonna everything works out? Because look, everything worked out. Well, I'm on record saying that I think twenty twenty is the year of clarity for so many people. And I I think you're right. I think this is another example of where that's going to happen for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to come out of this noticing stuff about themselves they didn't notice before. And that's good. I mean, Abraham teaches us, right? Abraham Hicks teaches us that the contrast exists so that we can identify what it is that we don't want. And right. that's happening in a big way right now. The, right. the thing that often sticks people is failing to identify what they do want after they've identified what they don't want. But I think we're going to get more people coming out of this realizing how important it is to identify what it is they do want. So to me, that's a huge step forward. Yeah, because actually true, because it make, has you prioritize things and you realize, God, I'm putting so much effort and attention on this one area that really, if everything were going to end tomorrow, why do I put so much attention on that thing when I could have been doing more of this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? That would really you know, build my heart, you know, and, and feed that, that energy. Right. Instead of that constantly go, 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 go. And, you know, you know, look at some, an example, some of the parents who are so busy with their work that their kids don't really get to have that kind of interaction with their parents because the parents are always too busy to do it. True. A lot yeah. of them, I mean, I see a lot of this, a lot of the nannies are t picking up that, that part of the parental role mm -hmm. for the kids. And I don't mean to knock that in any way, but if you find yourself then, God, I'm devoting so much to this and I'm missing out on that. Well, let's find a way to make that balance a little bit better. You don't give this up, but you find a way to make it, make it flow with more harmony. So what, mm -hmm. that would be a great outcome. By the way, kind of along the same line of what you're saying there, um, 
one of the pluses of what's going on right now is that because people are self-quarantining, basically they're staying home so that they don't uh, risk helping to spread the infections around and so forth. And because you know the various group activities are being shut down and, and they're going online instead, that means more and more people are going online to do their interacting and to get whatever they're trying to get, get support, get help, get feeling better, whatever, which ultimately helps shows like this and you know people like you who who coach online like this this is this is actually good for us in that sense because more and more people can feel free to engage with us without any kind of risk of contagion i mean that's the nice thing about electronics there's no contagion other than like a computer yeah. virus and they don't really hurt <laughs> that's true but it is nice to have that human interaction as well oh definitely i'm not saying <laughs> we don't want to have that i'm just saying there's a benefit there yeah there yeah so that has some additional meanings for that same card. Mm -hmm. It says one door closes, another one opens. The how is up to God with respect to how the best way to answer the prayers mm. and uh, release the need to control and predict the outcomes of this situation and just trust. Yes. That's something that I, I'm working on today, actually, because one of the um, things that happens with me is I, I have a definite empathic side and I tend to pick up what other people are feeling if they're feeling very strong emotion. And over the last 24 to 48 hours, I've been really, really feeling the emotions of people around me, particularly those who are in a panicky mode, which is one of the reasons I started posting about, guys, stop panicking. I need to calm down here. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, obviously I have to go inside and I have to do that work. And that's really where the best stuff's going to happen. But it's, it's a reminder to me, I need to take advantage of a situation like this for my own development. Like I said, I, I have that empathic side, but I also have to make sure that when people are not feeling good, I don't let it affect me. I don't let it, you know, get inside and start messing me up. So it's a time for me to practice coming within and meditating and slowing myself down and being calm and focusing on what I prefer, and, you know, doing all the things that we know to do as conscious creators. So um, I, I'm treating it as, a, as an opportunity for me to grow. Yeah. And so, you know, a great thing for empathic people to do is just to, you know, pull in that light, create this big bubble of light around you. Mm. And I like to put like chain mail on the outside of my bubble, <laughs> <laughs> right? Chain mail, that metal woven fabric. So right. fabric, it's metal that only the love passes through, right? So you okay. can, you can be your, be an express and help and do all you do without taking it on. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing you can do is instead of the chain mail, which I like that because <sighs> I like it. But yeah. you can have like um, a silver lining, you know, mm. so it reflects away anything that is not love. So you're not taking that on. And then when you find your energy just did get depleted or you, out of nowhere, you're just feeling not yourself. You can just ask, who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? Mm. Who does this belong to? And the more you I, I find that if I say that over and over again, everything just feels lighter. It's like, OK, I will give that back. We'll give that back to wherever it came from with consciousness, add consciousness to it, you know. Um, You've said that before, and I've always yeah. agreed with it and it always sounded good, but I'm not sure I've really given it a good chance. I'm going to give that a chance for a while. Play with it. You'll yeah. be surprised. Yeah. I have a lot of people that are really empathic that come to me, even just that bubble thing with the chain yeah. mail. What, what do you do in order? I mean, is there specifically something you think about or focus on in order to get that idea of a I bubble just, around I you? just pull in the light. So you can do it. You can do it however you want to do it, but I like mm -hmm. to just you know, imagine that you're just pulling in this light into the crown chakra. I like to have it come in to like, as if there's this tube up and down my spine, right? It's just filling with that light. 
Mm-hmm. But the light is so much that it starts to emanate out past and into every cell sure. yeah. and then out past my body into my aura. And you just build this beautiful bubble above your head, below your head, all around in every direction. And then put the protection on it. <laughs> Call an Archangel cool. Michael. Have him walk with you. You're like, okay, listen, Michael, we're going to be talking. Some people have some really heavy stuff going on. We don't want, don't want to take it on. You just have to, you just have to set your intention really, because we're, we are energy. We are creators. We can call the shots. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, and we I, can, as you we can pull in help too. if we don't believe we can do it ourselves. Yep. Pull in angel oh. help, you know, or. Yep. Sure. Yeah. As you were describing that process you use, I, I had, remember trying one other time. And even as you were talking right now, I was trying to do it and I wasn't really getting a good bubble, but what you talked about, about bringing the light in through, you know, coming in through your head and then spreading out and so forth. I tried doing that while you were describing it, that made a difference. So it's, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm glad I asked. It's good to have a, a particular method that helps to bring the feeling in. Cause that, that feeling, I think it's probably more important than anything else when you're trying to create. Yeah. Something like or that. just, or just allow yourself to feel your energy expand, you know, like just, just again, with your imagination, feel your energy sitting here in the chair, feel your energy kind of like growing and filling up the whole room that you're in. Okay. You could feel that. Right. So let's feel it. Let's feel that energy expanding out into the whole entire block, you know, and you just kind of feel your way into it, into the whole County, into the whole earth, you know, whatever you want to make it be. But you'll feel, you'll feel bigger than just sitting on this chair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, no, light is love. Light is what's healing, the healing energy. So, yeah. And, and as you were saying that, that's literally what I was feeling. I could feel all that go. You're a very good leader at this kind of thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just feel the energy expand. Yeah. Well, we, we can all do it. We just don't know it. Or you're like, yeah, that's that's that sounds too easy or too simple. I don't care. I like it, it being easy and simple. I, I mean, just people can criticize if they want to, but to me, I just want to make sure I can get it to feel good, to, to work right. If I get it yeah. working right, I'm okay with it at that point. That's well, and if it feel like it didn't work the first time, try it again another time because it works. Mm-hmm. It's just, you have to feel, some people don't remember in the beginning, you weren't sure what, how to feel energy or what energy was like when we first started talking to each other. Right. Only because, you know, you didn't hear it or the words didn't match in a certain way for you to be able yeah, to realize yeah. you know, to realize that what you were feeling was actually that. Right. And especially if you're sensitive to energy and you don't know it, it's normal. Mm-hmm. So it's just a normal thing you walk around with. So how do you describe that? Because it's like, everybody's like that. You're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's a, there's a feeling sense. And, and so it's just a matter of knowing what that feels like to you or how to tap into the sensation that allows you to know that you know and can feel energy mm-hmm. and to allow you to expand your own energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Okay. That's so good. take, take care of your needs winter. This is a, this is the angels and ancestors deck. While you're getting that reading, I'll, I'll quote something that Jeffrey said. He says, I lived through public health outbreaks in Africa. We're going to get through this. It's not malaria. I survived that too. That's a good point. It's a really good point. All right. I got to find this deck. I don't remember. Uh, I, I haven't used it much to know where to find stuff easy. So I'll be there. Oh, here we go. Seasons. We pulled winter. Mm. And it's winter says, take, take care of your needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 
it's not okay. it's not a, a coincidence either that you pulled that card in winter here in the northern hemisphere yeah and that is all about taking care of your needs mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so because i mean really right now so all we need to do is take care of ourselves mm -hmm. to, to to not become victim of or allow the virus to come in right um so maybe the bubble of light is your protection for the bubble for the for the virus Anyway, the message is do everything you need to do to be your best, then move beyond your fears and your limitations. So it says for many in the animal realm, winter is a time of hibernation and retreat. You may wish to curl up in a ball too, but although you may not feel as bright as you'd like to be, a primal force within is encouraging you to continue. The winter card features a wolf, one of the few animals that can stay active all year round. Wolves know what it's like to walk alone and thrive within a pack. So if you feel the need to go it alone at this time, know that wolf medicine will help you move beyond your insecurities and, re and relax into your own space. So the extended message of this card is you have an opportunity to move beyond your fears. Although you may feel in the dark, get comfortable with being in the unknown and trust that the light within will sustain you through whatever may seem a challenging process. Mm. So a couple of cards now, we're talking about allowing spirit to come in and having the faith, right? Yes, right. Um, you are protected. We're talking about putting a bubble of light around you. Uh, so anyway, it says, ask yourself what you need to do to feel supported and alive. You may uncover something from your past that you've buried deep. Know that when you unearth it and shed light on it, you can create space for more miracles. So maybe that could be too what we were talking about as well with um, maybe at the end of all of this, those who maybe were became controlled by the fear and then there was really no reason for all the fear. Mm. You know, maybe that's something that they can bring, they can, is being brought up to be released so that that doesn't have to keep repeating every time there's something going on. It's a great point because fear, by definition, is false evidence appearing real. That's what the acronym stands for. And it, it's almost always something that isn't actually there that we're building up in our minds. So when you look at it that way, and then from the perspective you just described, it all, all of a sudden, it's like it, it just kind of becomes obvious. Oh, my God, that wasn't really out there. I was making that. That was, that yeah. was something that I was generating, and it, I'm the only one who can let go of it. I'm the one who can stop it. Well, or the other only, or you, you just let it come in, like say with what's going on now. That's why it's good to, to maybe do the process of who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? Mm. Because there's so much fear in the collective right now because, you know, the media is talking about it and everybody's showing pictures of all the empty aisles in the stores and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, well, plus, I mean, with that phrase, it's a good phrase, but it's, I think it's fairly evident, like 99 times out of 100, it's coming from that crowd of people who are in low degree panic mode you know right. okay so now i've identified that what do i do with that information now if i'm trying to do this where well, is this coming from but so you you don't have to know you don't have to know where it's coming from you can just be like well who does this belong to who's belong to, who's and, it belong and to? really the more you say it you'll actually feel lighter okay i know if i wake up in the morning kind of heavy i'm like God, i know i just woke up nothing even happened yet today what's going on <laughs> right so it's like, who does this belong to? Who does this belong? And, I, and it gets lighter. And it's like, oh, okay, good. I'm back to myself. Just from repeating it. It's the repetition that kind just, of. Just from repeating it. Okay. Or, and, I'll, and I'll even do the other access consciousness process, which is um, 
interesting point of view. This mm. feeling, whatever this is and whatever's attached to it, it's an interesting point of view. I have that point of view because it's affecting me. It's an interesting point of view. You say that a bunch of times over and the energy lifts. Mm, okay. It just does. Play, okay. play with that. You'll find it for yourself. I'll try that. So it says, ask yourself what you need to do to feel supported and alive. You may uncover something from your past that has, that you have buried deep within. Know that when you unearth it and shed light on it, you create space for miracles. Okay, I already read that. You may feel like a lone wolf right now, but this is a time for you to be the alpha. When the winter card arrives in the, in well, whatever, we didn't pull it in, in this, in any position in a spread, but if right. it's in the future position in, of a spread or as the last card in a reading, it can also indicate that the coming winter will usher an important energy with regard to your questions. So I don't think that part applies to us right now. Probably not. No, it's yeah. but, but uh, I think it is noteworthy that at least here in the northeastern part of the U.S., and I suspect probably in many places around the country, we're getting what is often euphemistically referred to as an early spring. I mean, for instance, Louise is my gardening business. We're starting that a couple weeks early. We're, we're actually starting up in mid-March. We usually don't start until after April 1st. So in a sense, we're, we're, we're almost kind of on the cusp of spring, even though it's not officially spring, but we're kind of, you know, we're leaving the winter space and moving into the spring space. It's just happening yeah. literally. So. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. That means it's going to be nice. Uh, lots of good nature walks, things like that. I'm really happy that. about that. By the way, Jeffrey also gave us some more information. He says, um, my work in Africa and all that, the good I did is coming to the surface. So is my strength and confidence and my ability to stay calm and emotionally supportive in tough times, which is an excellent point. Because when we deal with these, you know, it, it can be a struggle. Life can sometimes be a struggle, but those struggles almost always, actually probably always make us stronger, don't they? They make it, they, they make yeah. it easier for us to deal with things. We just feel more confident because we came through them. Yeah. yeah. They may not feel that great when you're going through it, but we, you know, but always you can look at anything in your past and be like, oh, you know, I made it through that. Mm -hmm. And wow, so much changed because of it. Yeah, like you're grateful for it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I'm one of the things we like to do a lot here on the show is just get through stuff with humor. Humor is a fabulous way to kind of release stuff. Joel Elston, our friend Joel, who used to do the Thursday show with me, posted a really great meme about this whole coronavirus thing. He said it's, um, uh, in his local Walmart, they have turned on register three in order to accommodate all the panic purchasing. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of puts it in perspective doesn't it like oh yeah so i'm going crazy here to make walmart richer isn't that nice <laughs> yeah well okay so let's pick let's pick one from the enchanted map okay okay so we'll that sounds see. good to me yeah where, where's this leading us to what are we doing by the way we i like the necklace reverse that little men dollar, whatever you got there. That's it nice. It says all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't it's the access it. consciousness, um, uh, mantra. Okay. And, uh, I, I found on Etsy, a woman who was making them. So oh, no, it's, it's suits on it. you. It suits you. It's really nice looking for you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we got upside down stuck in the mud stuck in the mud in the reverse. There's the elephant stuck in the mud in reverse. Okay. Now that's going to be interesting to hear what that reads. In the mud in reverse. Okay. Number 24. 
Let's see what we get with that. Oh, I opened up to 23, almost 24. <laughs> okay. So you're being invited to, to stop and savor the wonder of your life in reverse. Mm. When this card is reversed, it reminds you that you're stuck due to your obstinate desire to get what you want when and how you want it. Perhaps it's uncomfortable to admit that the course of action you've chosen for yourself isn't right for you now. Even so, you have a choice. You can struggle in the mud and get nowhere or take a moment to observe where you are, then step out, wash away the dirt, dry off and find other things to do. A much better adventure awaits you. You'll know when it's time to embark upon it. Hmm. So maybe we don't want to be stuck in the, you know, fear and the worry and thinking, you know, because we're going to pass through this in some way, shape or form, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's not like yeah. this, uh, sh this ongoing traveling show comes to an end because of the coronavirus. Yeah. This, this is going to keep going yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. No doubt yeah so, and we will. We'll pick ourselves up and we'll keep going. And, you know, maybe, you know, there's always got to be some some reason for things that, that occur, right? So... By the way, this is, uh, it isn't necessarily terribly positive, but it does give a different perspective. I, I read there was one doctor who commented that uh, about one in 10 of all colds people have ever had are variants of coronavirus. So we've all had some form of coronavirus. We just didn't know it. Ah. Well, we survived those. That's interesting. Yep. Mm hmm. What time is it? Oh, we got about uh, 10, 11 minutes left, something like that. Okay. Do we want to pick another card or what? I'm seeing if there's anything. Nobody's really asking questions. A lot of people are making suggestions. Josephine's pointing out what a great healing method Ho'oponopono is. Ho'oponopono, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey was making a reference to remembering Neville when dealing with people who are pushing back. But no real questions there. So, yeah, I, I guess I'd say go for another card. So really let's, do a, let's do a trust your vibes. Oh, uh, Josephine, did I read this one? Josephine made a comment earlier on that was kind of interesting. She says, I think the coronavirus is a manifestation of all the fear of financial lack, given the constant reminder of the economic inequality discussed on the news prior to the outbreak. Now, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying that's true or not. I just think it's interesting she drew that, that uh, connection. Yeah, given the, what did she say? Because I don't listen to the news. What were they talking about? Um, I don't financial. know. Financial. Specifically, what she's referring to, I, I know that the uh, the stock market has been kind of in a decline, and that's continued with the coronavirus. It's down like about twenty five percent over the last month, two months, something like that. Uh, but she says the coronavirus is a manifestation of all the fear of financial lack, given the constant reminder of economic inequality discussed on the news prior to the outbreak. I, I'm not sure specifically what that is, but you know what? Anything is possible, right? It's true. Yeah. 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 And the other thing too is it's going to be different for everybody. For everybody. You know, it doesn't mean that only one message comes from the whole thing. People are going to get what they get from it. Um, it's an interesting thing. We get what we need most, isn't it? I mean, yeah. when, when a message comes through and we recognize what that message is, it's 999,000 times out of 100,000 or whatever it is, you know, it's what we need. It's the one that we need to hear the most. It comes through. I yeah. think it's because and that's actually, the one that's been, that, that's sort of the other side has been pounding the most to get through to us. And it's going to be interpreted by your own reality. So, you know, people, there could be many different things that come from it mm -hmm. based on the reality of those people who are involved, who are in that collective group of thinking of whatever that was. Mm -hmm. It could have been, it could be that yep. financial thing. It could be 
self-love. It could be like anything, mm-hmm. taking care of yourself. How many people don't take care of themselves? And maybe now this is something that says, hey, listen, things could happen. You need to take care of yourself. Maybe people do get a, a message out of that. And maybe they actually pay attention to it and decide to make a change. Yeah. I mean, that's what life's all about anyway, is making changes based on what we put out and what comes back to us and evaluating, saying, okay, do I like that? Do I not like that? If I don't like that, what change should I make? Right. So now two cards fell out of the deck. Uh-oh, One was clear happens. the path. When you get two the of them, we know and... what that means. <laughs> it and means instant... we're getting both of them. <laughs> we're getting both. We have to because they, they came out. That's instant right. feedback. So let's do, um, let's clear do, uh, I think instant feedback is what I saw first. So we'll okay. do that one. Okay. Number nine, because I know we look at the other one, clear the past. I'm like, okay. All right. So it says, it's time to expand your sixth sensory toolkit and learn to use kinesiology or muscle testing as a means to get an instant vibe check on the matters at hand. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I do a lot of muscle testing. That's right. Okay, we haven't done that testing. lately, but but I remember there was one time, one segment of shows about a year and a half ago, where it was like every show we were doing some we were, great on muscle we testing. We were testing beliefs yeah. and things. Right. Okay, so muscle testing offers quick and reliable feedback when you can't access or don't trust your normal intuitive channels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do that even like, okay, which one of these crystals is going home with me today? Because I'm only getting one. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll test each one, you know? Okay, so the simplest way to use to muscle test is to find a partner who is willing to work with you. Next, place your right hand on your belly, raise your left arm out to the side. Oh, they're, they're doing muscle testing in the way. A lot of chiropractors do it that way too, right? Where you hold mm-hmm. it out and right. they push and see if you're strong or you're weak. Um, okay, so she's saying, place your right hand on your belly, raise your left arm to the side. Think about your question, making certain that it can be answered with a simple yes or no. Very mm-hmm. important. It's got to be a yes or a no. Right. With your question in mind, ask your partner to push gently down on the extended arm using the pressure of no more than two fingers. If the answer is yes, your arm will resist the pressure and remain strong and unmoved. If the answer is no, your arm will lose energy and power and drop to your side. It's that simple. Remember, the key is to ask yes or no questions. Try it right now and see for yourself. And I'll give you some other ways too, right? So you can do that if you have someone with you mm-hmm. to muscle test. Right. But you can, you can also... uh muscle test by making like two rings one inside mm-hmm. the other so this one i'm going to hold tight this one i'm going to pull through it so first so you hold tight time. hold tight and, and you can say yes 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 all right so it's so yes is strong mm-hmm. and no 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 and it, and it goes through yes mm-hmm. no so my name is linda it's tight mm-hmm. my name is mary it's weak and i'm mm-hmm. holding the same mm-hmm. so you, but you got to ask it Yes and no questions, and you do that to test your yes and your no. So you'll okay, ask you, it. You know. You're trying to gauge it, right? You're trying to get a feel like, okay, yeah. what, what does it mean? I want to make sure I know my yes and I right. know my no. Yeah. So I'll ask you questions I know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Ask. I'll ask my body to pick up on it. So I, you know, I'm holding tight. I live in New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I live in um, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Like, I <laughs> feel like close. I can't even hold it. Right? So you play with it that way. Another way is make that same ring mm-hmm. but this time use these two fingers as a pry bar so you're oh, trying to pull them apart fingers okay. through yeah. yeah so you hold tight yes no yes no so it, it looks simple right now but if you do it for yourself you'll feel that it's strong and then okay uh my name is elizabeth and it's weak 
Mm-hmm. You know, my name's Linda and it's tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ask it yes or no question. Then you ask it the question you really want to ask it. Right, right. You know, is moving to Arizona for my highest good. Is now the time to move to Arizona. Yeah, you know, whatever it is, whatever's going on for you that you're working on, ask questions that you can get a yes or no. And the fail safe, for me, the fail safe is you stand up and you put your arms to your side, you close your eyes and just breathe and relax. And you can say, yes, yes, yes. And you'll find yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's not going to happen now because of the way I'm sitting. And you would lean, you, you would probably go forward. No, no, no. And you probably feel yourself go back. My name is Linda. I'll probably go forward. I live in New York. I'd go forward. Uh, I live in Hawaii. I'll go backward, right? So you, get, you find your yes and your no. You ask the questions you know the answers to. Then when do you, when you have a solid yes and a no, like I'm always getting a yes, I'm always getting a no for no, um, for no questions, then you can ask it the questions you don't know the answers to and see. So the body one, as long as you're quiet and relaxed and standing still arms to the side, you'll, you'll, you'll just move forward or back. But I have to say I had, I have had clients cause I'll do muscle testing even virtually like this. And um, I've had a few people who went sideways, one way for yes, one way for no. It wasn't the, usually it's forward for yes, backward for no, but sometimes it's different. Mm-hmm. Just like with the pendulum. Sometimes my, my energy, my directions change when I hold my pendulum, show me yes, yes. and it does whatever, show me no, and it does whatever. Um, they sometimes I, guess, change. I guess you could do it with almost anything that you can get a yes or no answer. I mean, you could probably flip a coin and decide that heads means yes and tails means no. I would imagine you could do something like that and develop. Um, Maybe. Some yeah. So, but that. you ask it a bunch of questions, see if it, it, yeah. if it does the same thing all the time. Right. Um, but I mean, they, all they, the old ladies, the old timers used to do that with like a necklace and a charm. It, is, is she having a boy? And they would text, test the, the, whether it's a boy or a girl. Right, right. Baby in the womb, right? Yep. Okay. So let's do clear the past. Okay. So that was about muscle testing. Find your own feedback. So is, is this virus really going to impact my life negatively and see if you get a yes or no? You know what I yeah, mean? Like sure. you can ask questions like that. Uh, number 36 is what we're looking for. This is clear the past. And we have to follow. Oh, sorry. To flow in spontaneity and synchronicity, your guides advise you to forgive those that have hurt you and free your attention and energy from the past. It restores your vitality and awareness of higher vibrations. Nothing positive comes from holding on to the wounds of the past. They're just preventing you from experiencing the blessings and guidance of today. Now, that's interesting because there's, there's a girl named Bridget Nielsen. And she has a YouTube channel and she's a, you know, psychic and uh, she's had her own experience with ETs and she does a lot of teaching of spirituality things and mm-hmm. healing modalities and all. Right. And um, she was talking about how this is just re-stimulating ancestral wounds. Hmm. If you look, if you go to Bridget Nielsen, I think her channel is just called her name, Bridget Nielsen. She's done a video on it. I didn't see it. I didn't look at it today, but I saw an email about it. And, um, what does that mean? Ancestral wounds? What, what, what's like, that like, you know, so when there's been pandemics before that energy still may exist in a lot of people's DNA because their oh, ancestors lived through it. 
Gotcha. So it's like it it's re bringing up to the surface old wounds. Oh, wounds. Okay. Wounds. Yes. Now I got w-o-u-n-d-s. it. W o u n d s. Yes. You know, okay. fears and and things that have see. So some of the energy that you're feeling could be actually stuff that you have within your energy field that comes from your ancestral line. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Got it. Um, that's what she was talking about today, and and she's not the. I've heard one or two other people also bring in that element of this energetically with what's going on with this pandemic kind of a thing. Mm, um, okay. So let's see. What was the other one? We got uh, one last card here. I'm, I'm finishing this one. So let me go back to it. It says it restores your vitality and awareness of higher vibe. Nothing positive comes from holding on to the wounds of the past. This is why I was mm, bringing this up. I got They're you. just preventing you from experiencing the blessings and guidance of today. Mm-hmm. Notice what resentments and old angers are burdening your heart. One by one, abolish these psychic chains by forgiving those involved, including yourself. Acknowledge the gifts each past injury has offered you. This will allow you to forgive more more quickly. And you're, if you're stuck or not in the mood to forgive, fake it. <laughs> I mean, forgiveness is a huge healer. When people can get let go of and forgive things that have gone on and actually not lead their life from judgment based on stuff that has gone on before it just frees up so much energy to be more of who you actually really are it's just energy and it's just very dense heavy energy so if and this is probably really is bringing up a lot of ancestral fears from those who have lived through something like this that people weren't ready for at the time Mm -hmm. you know sure um okay so it says even prevent prevent uh, even pretending to forgive sets the wheels of healing and higher vibration in motion. This doesn't mean that you condone anything unjust or feel it was okay for anyone to injure you. It simply means that you're ready to move past these mistakes and see the higher and more loving vibrations. Yeah. You just want to move out of the judgment of all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't reach what your heart seeks as long as you remain physically attached to your past wounds. If you seek justice, Ask your angels to render it and let it go. You will immediately experience a lightening of your heart, a deeper connection to your higher self and your guides. In this lighter state, your guides can direct you far more easily to what will bring you peace and calm. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So again, it's calling on your guides and your angels to help you through what's what, what's going on. Um, realize that some of that fear, again, Fear doesn't really belong to us. It's stuff that we've picked up along the way because our true nature is that of light and love and joy and excitement like the little two-year-old, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thought to end on too because uh, this has been a, a good little um, flight, so to speak, that we've had here because we start off with, again, the same topic we actually talked about yesterday. Alex and I talked about some strategies for dealing with the anxiety and so forth. And today we kind of turned it toward, okay, so where can we redirect our energies? And boy, by the end of this, we're... Back into that high-flying place again, as usual. Yep. So, good stuff. So, thank you very much, Linda. I appreciate it. Thank you especially to our live stream listeners and especially to our podcast listeners. By the way, if you don't know how to subscribe, real simple, go to LOAToday.net. You'll find instructions there. You can join our community and of growing listenership. We really appreciate every one of you. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.